So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Roman Reigns for me is probably the best in the world right now. So to see them to compete and go against each other when they're both in their prime and, and an opportunity like that at Clash in the Castle in front of a sold out, you know, premium event is going to be amazing. So I, I've watched a lot of your videos, uh, I, I mean, to prepare for this interview and you have always spoken about what a lifelong wrestling fan you've always been, right? Mm-hmm. So what does, and you have been influenced by, like you said, uh, styles from outside WWE as well. What does being a WWE star for so long mean to you? I think, well, firstly, it means opportunity because I, I didn't believe that I would, would be in WWE. When I first started wrestling training and uh, even when I was on the independent scene from a very, very early age, I started wrestling on shows at 14. So given, you know, this, my stature and my background and the opportunities around me at the time, I didn't believe that WWE was a, a plausible place to go. I didn't think that it was a, a rational choice. Um, so every time that I reflect on being in WWE, from, from the moment I received the first phone call to right now speaking with you, it's understanding the opportunities in front of me and, and I don't take that lightly. Amazing. So, uh, I live halfway across the world from you, but even here we are excited about Clash at the Castle, which is what mm-hmm. we're here to discuss. You speak about opportunities. What kind of opportunity does that magnitude of an event uh, present to you? Well, that magnitude of an event happening in the UK is extremely um, profound for not only the UK scene in terms of the fans, but also in terms of the, the British talent. Drew McIntyre is going to be in the main event, who's obviously one of the biggest names in WWE and is Scottish and also from the UK. So to have someone uh, of our own represent um, at the highest level is extremely exciting to see that moving forward because a long time ago there was not even a long time ago excuse me maybe like 10 years ago there was one or two talent from the uk maybe in wwe and now in wwe you have like at least seven or eight scottish only talent that's before you start factoring in anyone from england wales or ireland so it's an it's an amazing time and i think it's um almost redemptive for the uk to get a a pay-per-view of this caliber so, uh, at this event, if you could challenge anyone from any brand, who do you have your eyes on? Mm. Well, I, I feel that Seth Rollins has been talking a lot of smack about how he's the best in the world and he's, he's not getting what he deserves. And I think that if he stood in front of me, that that may actually snap him out of that, that mindset that he's in right now and, and bring him back down to reality a little bit. I feel like he has one of the best talents of all time. And it's unfortunate that him and Matt Riddle didn't get there match at SummerSlam, but Rollins needs to be careful when he's saying that there's nobody on his level. That would be a great match to watch. 
you mentioned rheumatic diet do you think it is his time now to shine absolutely i feel like the last several years drew mcintyre has you know been at the top of the top of the company and especially during lockdown done an amazing job as champion and really helping wwe through that period i think that he's in his prime right now as is roman reigns who roman reigns for me is probably the best in the world right now so to see them to compete and go against each other when they're both in their prime and and an opportunity like that at clash in the castle in front of a sold out you know premium event is going to be amazing and do you have a prediction for the event I think Drew McIntyre wins. I think there's just too much momentum, too much energy behind him. Drew McIntyre really understands the moment that's in front of him. He always has, and this will be no different. And do you see Mr. Theory with his briefcase coming in? Mm, I, I think he would be silly to to um, make that mistake. We saw what happened at SummerSlam, so hopefully he's learned his lesson a little bit. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, let's talk about a few old friends of yours who have uh, who are across the pond right now and who are doing some interesting things. Uh, what do you think of Butch? Very interesting mm. character. <laughs> what yeah. do you think of Butch is doing right now? I think Butch is brilliant. The character is extremely entertaining and also very believable. Um, Butch is someone I've known for a long time and he works extremely hard and he has a, a wide variety of talent and skill available to him. So I'm glad that people are seeing that and, and Butch. How about Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser? Do you like what they're bringing to the table? Uh, I think they're next level. I think they're high, high level talent, especially Gunther, who's done an amazing job in NXT UK when he, when he spent time there. Uh, but I just think that they're really grumpy. I don't like grumpy people. I, I like people with a little bit of energy to them. I think they're always upset for no reason. They always look like they've just smelled someone farting. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And I actually want to discuss that with you. I mean, in the sense that uh, you are such a great wrestler. You are wrestling under the name Noam Dar. If you get a call to, let's say, go to Raw and, you know, take on a let's say a character that you're not used to uh you know the, the, like the transformations that i mentioned mm -hmm. like a butch would you be open to a task like that absolutely i feel like that part of the the job or part of the talent is to be very adaptable and to have a wide range um of skills in your toolbox and when i first came to raw and started doing you know the stuff with alicia fox and that representation of the character was was at the time felt very unique and new and uh and challenging and i felt rewarded from that and i learned a lot from it so i would have the same attitude moving to any other different kind of circumstance amazing and the final friend of yours that i'll bring up mr finn balor you have gone on record you've said what a great guy he is Mm -hmm. uh so what do you think of what is what he's doing with judgment day right now mm -hmm. i think it's good for Finn to do what he's doing in judgment um they, because he has another side to him he has a very aggressive angry side to him that has been maybe held back a little bit from himself because he's obviously tried to to do things the way he you know the correct way such so i think having that influence um from Rhea and, and Priest to kind of bring out the the demon in him, if you will, pun intended. Uh, it's just another layer to Finn Balor. Amazing, amazing. And uh, 
I, I mean, uh, uh, Triple H, you have worked with Triple H for so long. He's taken over the reins of Raw and SmackDown right now, and the compliments have been pouring in on social media. Right, people think that it's a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- did you watch uh, Raw and SummerSlam, and what did you think of it? If you did, yeah, I watched SummerSlam. I thought it was uh, top to bottom a, a very good pay per view. I thought the main event was probably one of the best matches that WWE has ever done. It was unbelievable, um, and like you said, it, it feels like a breath of fresh air for a lot of people. Uh, and any time that there's someone that has that amount of influence and also a different perspective and is very passionate, Triple H is someone that is very passionate and cares a lot about, you know, everything on the show from top to bottom. Uh, the main event guys to the kind of the guys that are opening the show, he really gives time and consideration to to everything. At least that's been my experience working with him. So it's an, an amazing time. And uh, I, I mean, you also got to work with Shawn Michaels, if I'm not mistaken, right? For a period of time. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong, but I look at you and I think you're somebody who has been influenced by Shawn Michaels, right? Uh, growing mm-hmm. up. Uh, what was it working with him? And is he really like one of the greatest geniuses when it comes to putting a match together and everything? Yeah, absolutely. Shawn is a genius without even trying. Like, just things that he'll say as off the cuff remarks will be, you know, nuggets of wisdom that can be career changing for you. I was lucky to work and still do work with Sean on quite a lot of stuff, especially when I first arrived to NXT UK. Um, He's really helped add a lot more kind of depth and substance to me as a performer and on a personal level has really helped me kind of step up where I need to step up. Okay, so uh, three final questions. Uh, As uh, you know, the host of the Supernova Sessions, Who's your favorite WWE talk show host? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I loved Piper's Pit, so I'd say Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper. I also really liked um, Carlitos Cabana. I don't know if you ever <laughs> watched a few episodes of that. I thought that was good fun. I was a big Carlito fan, so I would say they were my two. Awesome. Not Miss TV? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mind Miss TV, but those are the two that I choose. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, so, I mean, just to wind down the interview, why should fans in the UK, we have a big team in the UK who are all going to be at Clash of the Uh Why should fans in the UK be so excited about this event? They should be so excited about this event because it's putting the UK exactly where it needs to be on the map in a, in a wrestling sense. Like, we deserve a pay-per-view and a show of that magnitude. We deserve the international media attention that is going to come along with it and the the event and the superstars will be rewarded for their hard work the uk fans are some of the most grateful appreciative and fun fans that there ever has been and you know and currently that's the, the kind of general consensus that the fans over here are the best so that's the energy that is going to be here and, and i know that it's going to make everyone step up Fantastic, fantastic. And uh, uh, while this is not directly related to uh, our current interview, you have a lot of fans in India as well. I mean, people oh, wow. were following you. <laughs> right from the time when you were uh, doing everything with Alicia Fox and Cedric and stuff like that. So, uh, do you have a message for your fans in India? Thank you very much for the support. Everyone in India, it's really exciting to hear that. I wasn't aware of that. And India is somewhere that I really want to visit and, and hopefully can soon. And if someone could teach me 
how to say Alicia Fox in the, the best um, language, Indian language, that'd be great. Is it Hindi, Hindi that you speak? Uh, yeah, Hindi is uh, the commonly uh, spoken language here. Yeah. But I'm guessing a proper noun is uh, <laughs> the same everywhere. Uh, but yeah. yeah, awesome. So thank you so much for your time and uh, uh, best of luck. I look forward to everything you are going to be bringing to NXT UK and Clash of the Guests. Thank you. That's great. Thank you so much for your time today, mate.